Hello, this is Dan Russo, head football coach of Island High School. You're listening to The Dan Russo Show on Underground Sports Philadelphia. Just a kid from the neighborhood, we're our kids from the neighborhood. Take me back to 96, I fall asleep with the radio on. Turn my pillow to the fresh side, I fall asleep all oh, sleepy eye. I don't dream big, just the right size. Modesty comes from mom's side. You ever heard of a soft touch? You ever heard of a finger roll? Little sun, little raindrop. And you watch this thing grow. Follow me like a firefly. At midnight and mid-July. Mixing blood and sweat and tears of joy. That's what I call the rally cry. Relentless. Welcome back to the Dan Russo Show right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. We are about to uh, recap arguably the best Vineland High School comeback in the team's history with myself, Kyle Bennett, and head coach of Vineland High School football, Dan Russo. Coach, how you doing after that insane win? Yeah, doing well, thanks. Uh, it was a uh, fantastic game. Our kids hung in there and uh, fortunate enough to get out of there with the win. So you guys go down... 21 nothing, and then uh, third quarter, it's 21-6, and you end up coming back to win 24-21. Uh, just take me through, you know, early on when you guys are down by three scores, and then to be able to fight back in that second half, primarily in the fourth quarter, to, you know, just string those plays together, um, to, to get down there, the, the fight, the togetherness of the team, that was the most complete that I've seen all phases of the game all year long. What kind of went into just, you know, not giving up and, and staying in that game so that you guys were able to come away with a win. Yeah, you know, we were moving the ball in the first half and just coming up like a yard short. And, you know, I guess I'm a little more on the conservative side. I didn't want to jeopardize anything. So it was still early in the game, you know, 0 0. And I don't want to, uh, you know, go for it on fourth down. But, uh, like I said, we were moving the ball. We just were coming up a little short in a couple series. And I feel like we we're moving the ball again. And then, um, Fortunately, they called us for an offensive face mask for a stiff arm, which I felt like was picky, but uh, hey, they called it. It is what it is. But um, we're moving the ball. But then finally, you know, we got we broke through with that first touchdown. I want to say it was Broom. Yeah, it was Nasir Broom on yeah, he got things outside breakaway, and that kind of swung momentum a little bit in your guys' favor. Yeah, and then uh, kids built on that and hung in there and. You know, fortunately for enough, uh, fortunately enough for us, we had enough um, time on the clock to come back and score some more points and pull out there with a win. And the running game was working pretty much all night, which was you know a positive. It kind of opened up things for that big pass play, you know, late in the fourth quarter. But tell me a little bit about you know what kind of went into the game plan with you know Aunt Arthur and Nasir Broom to be able to you know run the ball effectively against this team. We talked about how. They present three different types of fronts, uh, and you guys were able to run against them effectively. Uh, what did you see from them? You know, with the success they had, and how big was it that they were able to find those holes? Yeah, it was huge. Um, kids hung in there; they were patient. 
you know, find things started to loosen up. I felt like they had a lot of guys going both ways too. They're, you know, a really good team and uh like I said, one of the best coaches in the history of the state with Coach Donahue. But um I felt, I felt like you know, us having linemen that go one way really benefit us at the end and as you could see you know, third and fourth quarter really busted through and the running game was doing excellent and we're able to get, you know, a nice pass to Levi in. But um, I felt like that was a huge advantage, you know, a huge advantage for us. Second half of the season, we've had all our linemen just going one way. So that's a luxury that we do have here and I think we're starting to benefit from that. And, you know, you bring up that pass to Levi, arguably his best play of the season, uh, his most important play of the season for sure. Uh, I remember I was on the sideline. I saw him and Tyreem, uh, you know, kind of feeling a little down because there was six minutes left in the game. And, uh, you know, it was a, a situation where you guys had to score um, multiple times in order to come back. And I said, you know, I told, I told him, I was like, you guys have six minutes to kind of flip your season around and flip this script. And uh, Levi's words to me were, I got this. And Arguably, to me, that's the most confident I've heard him all season, which was a really positive sign. And then you talk about that pass play. I want to say it was at least a 20-yard catch that he had down the field to set you guys up for that game-winning score. Uh, you know, what was kind of going through your head as you saw Tyreem let that ball go uh, towards Levi's way? He ended up being 32 yards, that catch. There we go. Yeah, so when I first you know saw Tyreem let it go, I was like, wow, where's he throwing that? And all of a sudden, you know, because it was so high. I know we had receivers in the air, but I'm thinking it could possibly be overthrown. But then, you know, it was actually a perfect pass and um, outside shoulder there, and he, he grabbed it and uh, came down with it. And it was, you know, fantastic play. Like you said, it's it's got to be, you know, one of the biggest wins in program history. And also that's got to be one of the biggest plays in program history, him coming up with that, uh, that catch and that great pass by Tyreem. And then, you know, as you guys kind of progressed after that play, you seemed to go to more of a no-huddle offense, which worked even more effectively for you guys. Uh, tell me a little bit about, you know, that up-tempo that you guys kept going. Obviously, you had to score multiple times, so that played into it. But uh, what do you think kind of went into that working for you guys to kind of pick the tempo up to, uh, you know, secure the win down the stretch? Yeah, you know, we were limited with time, and um, we had to do our best to get the plays in as fast as possible, you know. Anytime you're doing that, you're concerned about like false starts and things like that. But um, the kids, you know, handled adversity well and were able to hang in there and um, focus and process what we were telling them, and uh, you know, it worked out. What was kind of your message to uh, you know the players at halftime, being down three scores, to you know make sure that they didn't lose focus, to make sure that they stayed in this game and knew that they still had a chance to win. Yeah, you know, we were down 7 nothing at the half and uh, just told them to hang in there and, you know, give it all you have. And uh, kids, you know, you know, we're down. They had those two big scores kind of shocked us. We weren't expecting that by any means. And, um, you know, wheel route was a good call by coach and uh, they were able to score on that. And then they ran a jet sweep and, uh, you know, blocked it very well. And the, the kid was able to... Uh, you know, run like a 70, 80-yard touchdown. I was kind of shocked that he outran our defense, but the kid did, and he didn't. They did a nice job on that play. And uh, you know, fortunately for us, we rebounded and uh, made some big plays. You know, that fourth and five was one of the big ones too. They get a first down there, the game could have been over, but we stopped and they tried to throw that uh, screen on us, and um, our guys read it well 
and uh, we were able to get the ball back and score again. So, uh, you know, everybody played great. Both sides of the ball, offensive and defensive lines did a nice job. You know, all the, you know, the backs and everything. And um, special teams were adequate and uh, were able to pull it out. And, you know, Ryan Shelton playing in his first playoff win in that game, obviously injured last year, comes up with a big interception, which come to find out he believes was his first career interception. He was like, I played a full season of safety, and I never had an interception in my career until now playing linebacker. Wow. Um, you know, how big was he on that defensive side of the ball? Also comes up with a big catch on offense. You know, to have him out there and just have his presence be felt, uh, how big was that for you guys? Yeah, he's playing outstanding. Um, he's doing a fantastic job at tight end and also at linebacker. And uh, there's a few plays you know, on defense that he made, um, hanging in there, staying home, you know, knowing his role and doing his job like we talked to the players about. And um, that one, they tried to do like a quarterback throwback, which is a really hard play to defend when you, we, we didn't really see it. And um, they tried to sneak that in at the end, and he, he saw the quarterback sprint out and knew something was up and stayed right with him and shut that play down. That was huge. You know, the interception was huge. He actually caught that pass too in the end zone they called it incomplete yeah, we have was... a picture and um that was 100 percent a catch and i could tell by the way he was <laughs> and animated at the refs that um <laughs> he, he called that you know he's got really good hands he's a great athlete he, you know strongest kid on the team and kid lives in the weight room and um you know i'm happy for him he's doing a great job he's uh he's definitely a next level player hopefully you know he gets an opportunity and, uh, you know, obviously we talked about how this is arguably one of the biggest wins, if not the biggest win in program history, to get that second playoff win under your guy's belt, too. Not saying it's because we've been doing the podcast for two years that you get two playoff wins now, but there it might go. be a little bit of good luck. But, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, looking at, you know, building on these, and we talked about how important, you know, kind of stacking up these playoff wins are now. Uh, to get number two out of the way for this coaching staff as well, being that you guys have been here for, you know, seven seasons now. How big was it to get playoff win number two now off your backs? Yeah, you know, it's it's a good feeling to you know be rewarded when you put in the work, players and coaches, you know, and uh, the way we won that game too in that type of fashion, you know, that was a big-time win, you know. Not many high school programs are coming back from 21-0, especially in the playoffs. You know, I can't remember watching violent football games or even playing here or coaching here, having that type of adversity and being able to handle it and bounce back and win. So I was real proud of the kids. And I feel like a, a win like that kind of brings a team that much closer together, especially with it being playoff time where, you know, it's win or go home. Uh do you feel the same way, like this win kind of brought everybody that much closer together to you know, stick together, keep building on this thing, and head into this game Friday night against Williamstown uh, you know, that much closer as a, as a group? Yeah, most definitely. It's, uh, it was a great win, and the kids are uh, feeling you know, confident and you know, not doubting themselves by any means and you know we've won the last four or five games and the one game that we didn't win we played uh st joe's pretty tough on home homecoming so we made some adjustments as far as what we do as we've discussed and uh the kids are uh doing a you know hell of a job and i got a great staff and you know it's fun to be part of to see tyreem kind of put that you know 
flip the switch to another level to lead the team uh, to two straight scoring plays for you guys. What did that kind of just, you know, bring to light about his leadership skills, about, you know, how he's kind of taken the quarterback position, you know, by the reins and being able to lead this team the way that he did. It was like he was on another level. Yeah, he's got a great um, demeanor. Doesn't, you know, doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low. That's kind of what you want with your players, you know, that they can uh, handle different situations. And, um, you know, you need leaders, obviously, on the team, and he's a great leader, as well as uh, the other captains, Shelton, Broom, and uh, Jackson. So, uh, you know, we've got really good leadership, uh, good team chemistry. Like I said, this is a fun team to coach. They're, uh, they show up for practice, you know, no drama, no baggage, just uh, get the work in. You don't go home, and uh, you know it's it's a real fun group to to coach the last couple of years here. That you know they're really good kids. You know they they do great in school, no discipline issues. You know, and um, they're good uh, role models in the community for the younger kids coming up. You know, I always tell the kids it's just the way it is. That I'd rather win. You know, rather win the right way with the right kids you know we can't we can't ever act you know in a way that would bring negative vibes to our program so the kids you know they're acting accordingly and uh you know i'm real proud of them and then that last uh you know defensive kind of stand that you guys had you score the go-ahead touchdown still had some time on the clock had to make a couple plays and then barry turner comes up with the uh game ceiling interception for him to be at the right place at the right time and to play for him to make like that, how huge was that for Barry? And uh, what did you see from him there to, you know, kind of seal the deal for you guys? Yeah, his new name is Barry Burner. <laughs> That's what the kids that call him. So Barry Burner's doing a hell of a job, and um, he's got a nose for the football, and uh, he's made some incredible plays over the last month. You know, RV, pick six, and then, uh, you know, against Southern. He had the um, interception at the end. And also, against Washington Township, scoop and score. So, um, he's a nose for the ball. He's made some great plays. And, um, you know, real proud of him. How's the uh, the week of practice been leading into this game now against, uh, you know, Williamstown, a second straight year that you guys will meet them in the playoffs. Uh, to kind of get ready for this team, a team that you guys are very familiar with, How's uh, this week of practice been for you guys to, you know, just prepare and potentially go in there and finally get over the hump to, to beat this team? Yeah, we've had a great week of practice. Um, you know, Monday started, we went out on our practice field at the high school. It was a beautiful day, and we wanted to get our install, and we usually watch film. We kind of lift and watch film and do install in the gym, but what we did is we changed it up. We did the weight room thing, and then... Uh, went right outside and installed everything for this week and then tuesday wednesday and then tonight we'll be at catone we go at night um like we've done the last you know seven years here at violin and we've been here when it, november hits because it gets dark early and we can utilize the lights and i actually really like it the kids get to go home you know do their homework get some food and you know uh, get ready for practice so it's working out really well for us we've gone like 5 30 to 8 30 all week and tonight we'll shorten up a little bit because it's a walkthrough but um that facility is fantastic it's uh, i'm happy for the kids that they have something like that to practice on 
and uh, the lights help, you know. Thankfully, we have lights there now. And, uh, you know, it's been a great week of practice. Everybody's been there. Um, their parents and guardians are home at that time, so it's easier for them to get rides. So, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, moving practices in the future more at night to get tones, just working well for us. We got used to the elements. You know, I felt like um, Tuesday was the coldest day by far. There was a lot of wind, and we had that rain and little snow flurries. But late, we looked at the forecast and saw that it would stop around you know, three, four o'clock, and it worked out for us that we weren't getting rained on at least. And uh, the field dries extremely well with the drainage. So uh, we didn't miss a beat this week. Um, everybody, Everybody's there for practice. Everybody looks good, and we're ready to go. Now, uh, obviously, last season ended on that sour note against this Williamstown team uh, at their facility, back at their stadium again uh, this year. Does that kind of give a little bit of an extra charge to the guys that were on this team last year to know last season ended at that stadium, let's go in there and kind of change the narrative? Yeah, you know, it's it's a different year and you know, some different different players, but yeah, you know, you think about it and uh this will be the fourth time playing them in two years and with all the respect in the in the world for Coach Fusatola and his program, he's uh, he's done a you know heck of a job over there, and he's a real good guy. You know we talk you know a lot, and um, you know he's one of the leaders in the coaching community in New Jersey, and uh, he's been real good to us. If you know I need some advice or you know whatever is needed, he's uh, right there and. You know, we text each other as well and congratulate each other on our wins. And, uh, you know, he's a real good guy. And, uh, and like I said, I got a lot of respect for him. And, you know, I feel like it's going to be a pretty good game. You know, um, we've improved, you know, and I think uh, this time around, you know, hopefully we can be more competitive. And obviously it's an advantage for Williamstown too, but how much of an advantage is it, like you said, having played this team four times in two years to have that much, you know, experience against them that much footage you know on film to kind of know a little bit of you know their tendencies what they do well what you can kind of attack and uh you know go into this game with that familiarity factor yeah well as you know they're a really good football team and um you know we're gonna give it our best shot um we are familiar with them they're familiar with us and uh you know at the end of the play at the end of the day players win games and coaches manage so hopefully our players you know, we're up for it, which I think they are, and uh be a good game. Now, going into this game coaching staff-wise, has there been anything that you guys have kind of, you know, picked up on film for your team uh, in particular that, you know, need a little bit of, of tweaking here and there that uh, you can kind of use to your advantage against this Williamstown team knowing, uh, you know, how they kind of scheme you guys a little bit to, you know, maybe catch them off guard, kind of install some, uh, you know, different types of looks to uh, get get that upper hand. Yeah, you know, I guess we're going to give it our best shot. They're they're very well coached. They have really good players. And, uh, yeah, we definitely have some, some things in there that we're going to try, and uh, we're hoping it works out for us. Now, Obviously, Vineland's never won two playoff games in a, a season. Uh, to know that that is on the line again, that you guys can get that done, uh, is that kind of more of a, a pressure situation or is that kind of a, 
hungry situation where you guys want to get after that and you want to secure that, uh, even though there is, you know, the pressure to, to come away with a win. Yeah, everybody feels pressure. And, you know, they're the one seed, so they're feeling a lot of pressure too. So um, you just got to be able to handle it, and our kids can. And, you know, we're trying to take the next step. So, you know, we're hoping that uh, that's in our near future here. Bit nicer too that it is uh, half the bus ride that uh, last week was. Maybe to, a quarter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> much closer to to have a, a, a shorter bus ride too has to play a little bit of a you know at ease factor for everybody. Yeah, you know, on the way home I feel like I was at a rap concert with the kids with that music <laughs> playing. So I'm getting a little old here, but um, hey, we do this do this for the kids, and uh, that's what they want to. You know, listen to on the way home after that big win. I'm all for it. So the kids had fun, and uh, it's amazing how they know the the lyrics to all these <laughs> these songs. I was joking with Coach Volpe, and I said you should uh, you know teach them the plays and rap. There you so go. I got my coaches to start <laughs> rapping it so they can memorize it. Um, you know, and how have you guys kind of kept the the guys not at bay, but keeping it at a confidence level where it's not cocky? You know, coming off that big win, it, it's tough to. You know, not kind of sniff yourself a little bit and be over the top confident in yourself, but to keep it level headed, but still go into this game against Williamstown confident, but knowing that this is a formidable team that you guys have faced, you have that experience against them, to just go in there and give it your all without, uh, you know, being too overconfident. And we got great leadership, and um, our kids are very humble, and I always tell them, and coaches tell them as well that if you know if you're that good people talk about you there's no need to talk about yourself so our kids do a nice job you know being humble and laying low on social media and uh i'm real proud of them you know we talk to them daily about it and uh you know it's working out friday night lights again uh against williamstown seven o'clock start for uh you know the group five semifinals what can we expect from this team after that big win against southern going into this one to kind of build you know more momentum moving forward like you said you guys have won four out of the last five games that's a huge step forward for this program in my eyes and uh to you know just keep building this confidence level uh with this team and and potentially get to you know that group five final for the first time yeah um i'm expecting you know a great game our kids are peaking at the right time you know, that bye week helps us tremendously. You know, um, fresh legs is huge this time of year, and uh, our kids look great, you know. Like I said, we've changed some things personnel-wise and schematic-wise, and I think it's worked for the best at the midpoint of the season. And, you know, it's all about peaking at the right time, and you know, I feel like our kids are doing a good job of that. Um, that's what keeps me in this is uh, being able to coach these kids. You know, that's... The best thing about this job is being able to coach Vineland kids and, you know, we've got a great staff and it's a family atmosphere and, you know, that's why I do it. And that's why the coaches do it and that's why the kids do it. They want to be part of it and it's a good situation. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to continue to build something special here at Vineland and like I tell people, we're just getting warmed up. And hopefully we stay warm on those sidelines uh, yeah. Friday night. But uh, as we always do, we wrap up talking about the alumni. And, uh, you know, after that big win on Friday, Saturday, a, a showdown of former teammates happened. Fairleigh Dickinson and Alvernia 
and uh, it was yeah. the shootout of the century. Ended up on ESPN. Uh, Fairly Dickinson puts up 84 points. Yeah. Uh, absolutely insane. I know Coach Volpe got out to the game as well. Uh, just to see, you know, that amount of points scored, I, I had to tell a couple people, yes, Fairly Dickinson football scored 84 points, not basketball. Yeah. Uh, how crazy was that to see and to, you know, see four of your former uh, student-athletes going uh, toe-to-toe with each other uh, once again on the on the football field? Yeah, like you said, I was shocked at the score. Um, sounds like a basketball score instead of a, a football score. But, yeah, they were able to put up a lot of points. I guess the defense decided just to chill out that day. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess, like you said, they're on ESPN and all that stuff. I'm real proud of those guys. They're uh, doing a great job. And I was fortunate enough to see Rob Blakely this year at Fairleigh Dickinson and his brother Isaiah. And uh, you know, Rob was a captain for that team. He did a great job. So, like I mentioned, I always try to see him at least once before they're um, you know done playing. So I've been fortunate enough to see you know Jamil, Demby, J- Jeremiah Toki, Donovan Bennett, you know Gettysburg, um, and then Rob Blakely at Fairleigh Dickinson. So you know I've had a great experience with these kids, and uh, it's been very rewarding for the staff and I to see these kids you know, making it at the next level and just not making it football-wise but getting their degrees. And, you know, we tell them, you know, the harder they work now, the easier their life's going to be when they're older. So work hard now, get your degree, figure out what you want to do, and, you know, hopefully get a good job and things, you know, get that much better for them. Definitely. And uh looks like uh, Isaiah and Naheem won't have to face arguably the best defensive player in the country as uh, Chase is going to be missing that game for Ohio State with some, uh, you know, behind-the-scenes NCAA issues, but uh, they get some tough tests here, and, you know, it's going to be Ohio State and Penn State. Penn State suffers their first loss this past weekend, too. Um, have you been able to talk to them and kind of get their uh, their frame of mind heading into these next two games against two, you know, elite competitions? I haven't talked to him that recently, but I talked to Isaiah within a week or two, um, and he – he was healing up with his foot, so hopefully he'll be ready to go for that game. So I'll probably reach out to him tonight or tomorrow. Wish him good luck. Definitely, and uh, we always wish the alumni the best at the next level, whether it's college or Jamil in the NFL. And uh, Friday night, if you can make it out to Williamstown, be there because I think it's going to be arguably one of the best games of the season in South Jersey football. Vineland, Williamstown, for a chance to get to the uh, South Jersey Group 5 final coach. Final thoughts, message to the fans as you guys uh, get set for playoff game number two of the 2019 season. Yeah, first of all, I'd like to thank, you know, the cheerleaders and the, um, you know, the VHS marching clan for, you know, taking that trip to Southern and then all the violent high school football fans that took the trip as well. Like, as we discussed, it wasn't, it wasn't a uh, close venue, so they took that long drive and they were instrumental in our win. You know, Quality this, amount of fans too for that yeah. drive, so that was awesome to see. Yeah, it was it helped the kids, it motivated them. You know, I got on the bus and thanked each program individually, and you know the cheerleaders are doing outstanding. So is the band, and uh, you know Coach Wilson and Coach Broom with the cheerleaders is great, and then uh, band director, you know Eileen Bosco is awesome. We have a great relationship, all of us. We're working together and meshing very well. And um, I really appreciate them doing that because um, it's a lot, you know. Leaving, you know, got to get out of there early out of Vineland. It's a late night. And um, those kids were fantastic and uh, very 
appreciative of what they did for us and and the fans as well and um you know we're gonna give it all we have friday night our kids worked hard all week coaches have worked hard countless hours all of us and um you know it's a big test they're top 10 in the state yeah number one at one time in south jersey might be two now i'm not even sure but um you know they're a great program and you know we're gonna give it all we got and uh i'm confident that we're gonna compete and uh give them a good game it's gonna be fun like i said at williamstown seven o'clock p.m friday night as violin always says rise is one and i expect uh Nothing less from this team as they uh, look to build on this this huge you know win in program history and look for uh, you know an encore presentation. As always, guys, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Underground PHI and at Vineland FB, and then you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Just search Underground Sports Philadelphia and leave those five star ratings and reviews. You can also follow us on Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, the TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. Coach, wish you the best of luck, and uh, hopefully we're right back here again getting ready to talk about the uh, the Group 5 final for the first time in Violent High School football history. Yeah, thanks, Kyle. Wouldn't that be great? That would be historic, to say the no least. No doubt, no doubt. So for everybody here at Underground Sports Philadelphia, for Coach, I am Kyle Bennett, and we are signing off. Take me back to 96 I fall asleep with the radio on